Yeah, so I got home last week, and I don't know. I just think last week week's episode just wasn't wasn't great. Not not that every single episode has to be incredible. I I wish I could have found that the Smitty Barstool Game Time video quicker. Yeah, I, it, I think it, that it, it wasn't either of our faults. It was just it was just it was just not great. It was yeah. just uh, I mean I'll I'll put it up on YouTube eventually. Maybe I'll put it up like next week as a quote unquote bonus episode. But I was also busy as fuck last week too, so I decided to take a week off from the Justin show. I mean the Justin show it's it's people don't realize it's nine to five. It's you know twenty four seven. Uh, I know that goes against the nine to five thing, but it's twenty four seven. It never stops, and it's uh, it's it, it 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 takes a toll on you. So I just last week I was just like fuck it. Yeah, I have to uh, I have to to take take some time off. Uh, but I you know I'm I'm still always thinking of the Justin show and, and things like that. I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but uh, I'm trying to grow the show a little bit. Mm-hmm. You see that? No. What was what, what was it? Well, I hope I hope you don't mind. I did offer your services. Um, I, I guess for free. Uh, I, I, I offered uh, a deal to Joe Rogan where if he would not want to leave Spotify, the Justin Show was willing to offer him $101 million <laughs> right. to come uh, to come on over to us and, you know, record here at the beautiful Vaulted Podcasts. I'm sure he would love that. Um, so I, 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 if you if you want me to, like, rescind the offer, I... I you know what? No, keep it out there. Let's okay. keep it out there. So, Joe, yeah, well, you're not going to be getting censored over here at the Justin Show. No, you can say whatever you want. Nope, nope. You will be. Uh, you can say mostly everything you want. I mean, if he if he goes on like a Barbara Bush rant or something like that, well, ooh, game ooh, over. Ooh. I this whole thing. I'm sure everybody knows what because it's been like no. What, about what, what's happened? The Joe Rogan shit. Yeah. Well, well, what's like, happened? Him saying the N word about 72 <laughs> times in in a clip. Here's the thing. I I talking about this with my wife. Mm-hmm. I felt like I would. This is just. It's a cyclical pattern. Yep. You know, people have said that it's a cyclical pattern that happens over and over again to the same type of people yep. for the same reasons. It's mm-hmm. all political driven, and you can't tell me it's not. And it's it's uneven because it's some people can progress in their lives yep. and change. Other people, it doesn't matter. You, 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 same thing with like with Rogan in that video. Um, he said he hadn't used the word in years, which I do recognize because I have a pretty you know, I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast pretty often. I don't think he's used it since he joined Spotify. That would be jarring to me. Like, yeah. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts that use that word. Mm-hmm. But especially with Joe Rogan, that would be jarring because people would be picking up on that like crazy. And he hasn't used it in years, at least since I've been listening, like four, ye- four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, is it, yeah. The the biggest, like, oof I got from that wasn't actually him saying the N-word. It was the Planet of the Apes thing. Yeah, that was just, I mean. Just a bad joke. Yeah, and it sucks, too, because, like, it sounds like we're, we're defending him. I don't feel the need to defend a man who has $100 million. No, 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 no. Like, I don't. But, like, it's a joke that didn't land. Like, how many, like, in, in comedy clubs across America, on podcasts across the Internet, how many times has a joke gone said that was that came out unfunny and hurt people's feelings. I know. A million. Look at Michael Richards. It almost destroyed his career. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, like, yeah. like Michael Richards thing, is a... Yeah, things like that yeah. when it's not jokes, when it's just you blatantly going up there screaming the N-word right. at a black member of the audience is one thing. A little different. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think the whole thing is kind of blown out of proportion. I, I do agree with Blind Mike a lot on this, where I think that Joe probably said, fuck it, take it down. Mm. Uh, I do think him and Spotify are kind of in cahoots now. Where... Yeah. They're in lockstep. People think that there's like this huge disconnect. It's not. Joe doesn't give a fuck about no. take down those shows. He doesn't care. It all comes down to money. And yeah. Spotify made Joe Rogan very, very rich. And Joe Rogan is making Spotify a shit ton of money. Yeah. 
Uh, because I guarantee you, like, his up his downloads, people saying they're going to boycott Spotify, blah, blah, blah. They're going to either boycott Spotify because he's on there or because they're censoring him. I guarantee you his downloads have gone up in the past week. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Even if it's just people searching his podcast for examples to support their, like, takedown of him. Yeah. It's going – numbers are going up. Yeah. And I, I think it's – I, the one thing I didn't like though is, did you see the video of I think her name is India? It was it was this black singer, and she was talking about she was kind of the one that that brought up the whole N word controversy. And in it, she's like, "Now I'm not a fan for taking things out of context." Now here's a two minute video of the N word out of context. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, okay, I mean, just just say it. You don't like him because he's not a hundred percent on board with the vaccine. Which, say what you want, say, like, yeah, yay or nay. I mean, some people love that. Some people hate that. Yeah. Uh, just say that's why you want him off. It's not because he's – because when it comes down to it, he's just a fucking, like, he's a gym bro who loves UFC and, like, DMT. The, du- the dude has made, a lo- has made a living out of doing purely shit that he likes to do. He, he used to Everything be like he used to be like now eat those rat testicles like right. faster yeah. faster faster like that was how we got his start. He's not like yeah. like uh people make him out to be like this genius or like this complete well, dumbass. No, he's just a funny guy. People that haven't listened to his podcast and that's a majority of the people that are commenting about him, mm-hmm. him negatively uh, think that he's like every episode starts him in like a laboratory in a white coat and he has a chalkboard and he's explaining why the vaccine yes. is no good for you. Like that's like that's so like watch an episode with Brian Redband or our Ari or any of the other comedian friends. They yep. even that like barely shit doesn't even come up. And ninety percent of the people that come on his show are vaccinated. They're not like it's yeah. all his comedian friends. Like they come and get high, they fucking drink their faces off, and they have a good time before they go out and do a show in Austin. Like, yeah, it's so insane. People think that he's there. Like every yeah. people think what what people think, and because they they put the association together because Alex Jones has been on a show before. People think that he's Alex Jones just every week. Yes, like exactly. spreading like. Like crazy theories, like it's that's not what the show is. It's so no. not what that is. I mean, he does have sometimes like stupid theories, but his stupid theories are like, I got so high once I spoke to God. <laughs> you <Right>. know, <laughs> like it's like it's like things yeah. like no one, no one would take seriously if it, if it was anyone else saying this stuff. But uh, but yeah, even like his non-comedic episodes where he has like I love his episode with Travis Barker. That's one of my favorite like podcasts yeah. to re-listen to because it's you know he gets Travis to open up about like almost dying in the plane crash and things like that. They don't go off on any crazy rants. And Travis Barker, I love him. To, he, he is, like, a very liberal person. But it, not all, like I would say 90% of his episodes probably don't even touch politics. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would or, like s- in, in, or, like, he makes fun of it. And I don't know. Like, he, like I, I don't think it, it, it's it, – someone, and I don't know the person's name. It's been going around on Twitter. Someone made a list of his guests. I saw and that, and it was like it was like, oh, stop saying that because he supported Bernie Sanders, and it's like it's right leaning guests and left leaning guests, and it's crazy to me that he, this person, looked at definitely just looked at his episode list, yep, and placed these people on one side of the line or the other side of the line depending on how that person felt about them, and yep. and had nothing to do with politics. It's very clear. Tim Dillon, yep, who's Tim been Dillon, on the show been on ten, 10 times, times. Yep. is like he will say himself, like he does not consider himself. A Republican, like he makes a lot of jokes and has like a shtick that yep. makes it seem like he is. 
But I don't think he is, and I don't think that a lot of those other people. And I don't no, know for I don't. Sure, are like, what did you do? Did you check their like their voter registration status? Exactly. Did you ask them? Yep. Did you? No, you just made a fucking list about people you like and people you dislike. No, and I, I was looking through that list too, and like on like I like. Do you know the show Adam ruins everything? It was on True TV for a little bit. Yes, Adam Conover. He's a funny yeah. guy. He is left leaning, and I so I checked to see if on the left side like Adam Conover was listed. Nope, he was on the right. No, he wasn't on any side. Oh, he wasn't on any. So it was of just them? like it was just like okay. So you're picking and choosing like oh, okay. I know this name. 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 Yeah, but it's like you're not That's going crazy. through of like. Of, of actually like going through, I don't know. The whole thing is just I'm so fucking Joe Rogan out. Yeah, me too. Uh, he's me too. so rich and he's he makes so much money not only from Spotify, but I'm sure he gets paid a shit ton from UFC. And I don't know if his advertising that he doesn't does he still do advertising? Uh, Joe. Yeah, I doubt. Oh, well, well he has like companies and stuff, right? Well, he has on it. He's he's a part owner in that company on it, and okay. uh, I think Alpha Brain as well. Yeah, like it's like health supplement shit. And I think he does some like uh, some workout equipment with on it, and they have like gyms and things like that. It's kind of like a TV twelve. Type yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he probably makes so much money. Like he doesn't need like uh, the the people who are trying to cancel him are, are just as pathetic as people who are like, I will die for Joe Rogan. I was I was listening to, um, I forget what pod. I was uh, uh Sacred Symbols. It's a PlayStation okay. podcast, biggest yep. PlayStation podcast in the world. Colin Moriarty, who's been on his show twice, been on Joe Rogan's show twice, he was talking about how, like, you know, how uh, musicians are backing out, mm-hmm. and he brought up this stat, and I, I don't have it offhand, but essentially he was saying, like, in order for, even if, like, Taylor Swift were to remove her music from Spotify, yep, with Rogan's downloads, it would have to be, like, that Taylor Swift releases a new album every week. Yeah, for, for it yeah. to like for it to make sense for Spotify. Yeah, like, it's just, you I have to remember know. he gets like eleven million downloads per episode he puts out like four or five episodes at the minimum. a week at, at the, minimum. the minimum right yeah sometimes more and so like i i saw a couple i think that one doctor he had on got like 33 or yeah. something like that yeah it, it's just crazy to me it's and it's also not like he's having these like lunatics on they're all just like it'd be great i i, I would love it if he just left spotify and he started having lunatics on like if like, he had actual people that were just like, like legitimate, out of like bad shit. Like he, first of all, he needs to get Kid Rock on. Like the first thing, like that should be like his I, next guest. I honestly would love that. I, I, I think he, I, he wouldn't care. I think he would have anybody on. But I truly think that when Joe, because Joe does the booking himself, yeah, for all of them, I truly think that he only has people on that he wants to have conversations with, which makes total sense and is perfectly fine. Like he shouldn't be held to a standard. To have a certain a certain amount of left or right people on. That's the one thing I disagreed with him. If he wants to have those people on, sure, it's his show. But why do you have? Why do you need to make it down the middle? No one else does that. No. Does Fox News do that? No. Does CNN do that? No. It's called the Joe Rogan experience, and they're called the non-political it's, bias. Experience. It's so fucking crazy to me, man. It's just it, 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 and it's it's you talk about it ad nauseum, and we're gonna talk about this with somebody else next month. It's gonna be the same story. It might be Joe it's Rogan again. Be, it, well, it, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> I was telling you, Tim Dillon's most recent podcast episode was one of the funniest he's ever. Put I gotta out. check it out. And in it, he was talking about he's like the first thing when he starts talking about Joe Rogan, he's like, "I want to know what I need to do to to stay in the news like Joe Rogan." He goes, "I'll say that cancer is fake. I will. I will <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? I am jealous. We, I am exactly. green with jealous rage that he's able to stay in the news cycle this much." Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's very funny. I, I I like Tim Dillon. I haven't really listened to a lot of his show. I, I I pick here and there. But uh, he's very funny. He's a homosexual, correct? Uh yeah, yeah, he's gay. He uh he was also on a uh, the new episode of Are You Garbage? Okay, uh, with those guys. Yeah, very, yeah, very funny episode as well. 
So anyway, I feel like every single podcast ever has to touch on the yeah. So the Joe Rogan situation. That's what I have to say. Uh, I was thinking about trying to pull the Justin show off of Spotify <laughs> if they <laughs> I, like, for for something for something like I I was like I was like uh, I don't know, but then I was like no. Then I like look at like the download percentage, and I think like five percent of this show's downloads are from Spotify. Which once again, like I've said this before, uh, I think our downloads are fucked because like the past like. Five episodes have hit like two thousand downloads each. Sweet. I don't know if that. I I think it's fake. You're the Justin show. I, I, you're the Justin show. You're I think Justin it's fake, show. but whatever. Uh, I, I think someone out there was trying to like fuck with me by like buying downloads because I don't know if you remember that whole thing that happened on KMS a couple years ago with the Mincel boys buying uh, YouTube views or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think someone was just trying to like fuck with me to like get me like excited. But I don't know. It's staying, so I don't fucking know. Maybe yeah, two thousand downloads is is true, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's just it's just something where it's just it's never gonna go away. I, I wish we didn't have to touch on it, but it's such a huge story, and I have I have opinions, and you have opinions, yeah. so, so I'm glad we did, and you can hear it on a million other shows right now too. So yeah, so and it's never gonna go away. I don't know if you knew this or not, but you saw the number one uh, movie in the box office this weekend. Was number it Jackass? One, number one. Yeah, I did see it. $23 million. Domestic. Really? Yeah. I just saw it today, actually. I went with my dad to go see it. Um, it was it was funny. It was funny. It's the worst of the four. Yeah. I would say it's not as good as, like, I think uh, Jackass 3D was, like, the funniest thing. Jackass 3D mixed the, the, the uh, like, the dumb random skits and kind of gave it some narrative. Like, they, they, themed, yes. they themed the pranks well in three, yes. I thought. Yeah. This was just a lot of people getting hit in the nuts or, like, just getting ran over, which is funny. It was funny, it was, but it wasn't, like, piss your pants laughing. Sure. Uh, it was good, though. I like they introduced some new characters, and I hope that it kind of goes – I mean, Jesus Christ, how old is Johnny Knoxville? He's got to be in his 50s. He's now. close to 50, if not 50. Oh, he's got right to be – I mean – He's, I'm, I'm guessing 54. He is 50 on the money. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's getting old. I mean, like, at the end of the movie, there's a, a stunt that literally just knocks him out cold. And it's like, Jesus he's gonna, Christ. He's going to be so fucked up from doing this shit for so long. Like, him and, like, Steve-O are, like, fucking crazy. It's amazing. Steve-O's podcast, this is going to sound crazy, he's actually really good on his podcast. Really? Because I saw I, he hosted a game show. Yeah. A couple of years ago, that was not great. He's good on his podcast. You have to. He's kind of like a uh, a podcast where you have to pick and choose the episode. Okay, go with someone you think he would be cool, like good with. Yep. Because otherwise, he tries and gets like big. He tries to get like big names that he might not mesh with. But he does one with Jeff Tremaine recently, who is the director yep. and creator of Jackass. Yep. And it's great. He's good with him. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure that's fantastic. And I've, I've always liked Jackass. I've liked the Jackass movies, like the TV show. But yeah, this one just this one was funny. Don't get me wrong, uh, but it just wasn't. Didn't feel. It felt like they were like, okay, twenty years later they get together and like let's make one final Jackass movie. Was it has it been twenty years since three? Since or, the first one. Oh, since the first one. Okay, okay. Since the first one. So it, it was like, it was tough. But the new guys were funny. Uh, they they brought kind of in like uh they they brought in a female. I forget all these people's names. They brought in someone named Poopy, uh, Poopsy or Poop. Oh, uh, he's the big guy. No, then there's a fat guy. Uh, I forget the fat guy's name. I just followed him last night on Twitter because I saw that he was like. So what's the deal with all these new people? Are they like people that like are they're basically unknowns that they're just getting into? Like I, I think so. I haven't heard of any of them before. Like Eric Andre was like in some skits and stuff like that. Yeah, but he, yeah, but yeah. you know how they'll have like just random celebrities just kind of like hanging out on set and things like that. And that's kind of what it was. Uh, but the fat guy 
looks. Are you familiar with you? You know of Come Town, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He looks like a fatter Stavros. Okay. Stavros Halkius. Okay. He's missing a tooth. Uh, is he as big as Preston? Is Preston in it? Yes, Preston is in it. Yeah. Um, I think Preston lost a little bit of weight. Oh, okay. Uh, he's still like ginormous, but uh, yeah, the new fat guy. Uh, he he's funny. I'd say he was kind of like the star of the new people. He was he was very good. There were a couple good skits, but a lot of it was just kind of like, okay, like I know like we've seen all this before, but it wasn't like the the opening skit was uh it was like a reenactment of Godzilla, except it was uh what the fuck's one of the guy the guy who always does shit with his dick. Um, uh it was it was his one dick. of the wild boys, that guy? Yes. Uh Chris Yes, Chris Pontius. No. Yes. Um, it was his penis, and it was just like going around, and it was it was very funny. And <laughs> I love the I love the openings and the closes on the on Jackass. Yeah, movies. the closing was very like was, so they had a closing, and then they had like credits go by where they were showing like the old stuff compared to the new stuff. Okay. Uh, and it was it was good. I'd probably give it like a six out of ten. Okay. Um, it was funny. I mean, it was probably the funniest movie I've seen in theaters since like the other guys. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> which, like as far as like, which, laugh like out loud funny goes, yeah, yeah, because I mean, I, there's not really many too many comedies nowadays, yeah, or uh, you know what it is too. A lot of people overlook comedies now and just wait for them to come out on, yeah, streaming. So, uh, I know that I like there's very few comedies that can move the needle for me to get to the theater and watch them, yeah, especially because like all these like the big name people like kind of go to, I guess it's, it's always been like that for me too, though. Like, yeah. do you consider like Deadpool a comedy? I would consider that a more comic book movie. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it is a comedy, and I think it is funny. But I think that I go to see that in the theater because of all like the big like action scenes. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's strange. Did you did you feel like they wrapped this up, or do you feel like that there's going to be more with these new characters? So I think there's going to be more with these new characters, and kind of, and Johnny Knoxville and the guys are going to be in it. To a lesser amount. Yeah. Like, they're going to slowly, slowly fade themselves out. Like, whenever they do, like, you know, getting, you know, throwing things at each other's heads or something where it's, like, physical things. Like, I think they're all going to continue doing stuff to their dicks because, like, that doesn't, like, that doesn't, like, your dick can take it. Like, whether you're 60, 55, 50, you can take it. But, like, you cannot get, like, ran over by a bull, like, when you're approaching your like mid 50s one of the like teasers i saw on tiktok was uh francis and ganu like gave a hook shot to, yes to aaron's balls yes so he was it was a cup check so they were wearing cups so there was a oh. sequence where it's him doing that some like the world's fastest softball pitcher pitches a hits a softball at his dick and uh, he kept moving and so it kept like hitting his thigh and oh. then like for a couple different like scenes after that, you get to see the bruises on his thighs. Oh. Uh, PK Subban did a slap shot to his nuts. Oh Jesus! Which like, what do they put around him? Nothing. It was just a, a jock strap. It was just like no, a no, but like his legs and everything were exposed. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and then God. and then some guy was on a pogo stick and then pogoed his nuts. Uh, oh, fuck, that's brutal. So it was pretty funny though. It was pretty 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 funny. Um, like I said, six out of ten. If you really like that stuff. Or if you're like new, if you haven't seen Jackass one, two, or three, go see it because it will be like the funniest shit you've ever seen. It really just made me want to like go back and and watch the, the old Jackass movies. And like I'm a huge Bam guy. I know he has his demons and things like that. He was in one, wasn't he? No, I didn't see him. He wasn't in any of it. No, I didn't. Maybe he. 
Maybe look, look up, look up. Maybe maybe I missed him. Well, I read that I read somewhere that he was in one too, but I, I but they didn't acknowledge him at all. Uh, they ignite. They acknowledged uh, Ryan Dunn at the end. There, yeah. they had a little Ryan Dunn forever thing. Did he die in between the two movies? He or no? died like while shooting three. I think it was like right before they were about to start shooting three. Uh, that's rough. And so he died because I remember them all saying like, "How do we shoot three with uh with all this? You know, with without Dunn." He says, "Despite this, it uh, says despite this, Margera still does appear in Jackass Forever." In one single scene. Oh, I didn't see him. So he's definitely not like prevalent in it. Yeah, maybe he's not even in the in the in the gag. Maybe he's just like there in the background, yeah. just like laughing or something. I feel bad for Bam. I think that him taking him taking. I think we talked about this before, but I think him taking to social media and kind of trashing these guys is not what. Is. No, it's so weird. If you remember yeah. him doing it, he he literally like put out his Venmo and was like. Venmo me five dollars and I'll make the best jackass movie you've ever seen. It's yeah, like, it's and like these guys are just trying to help, like truly just trying. Oh to help yeah, them. I mean I think they all kind of like grew up a little bit. Like I think twenty years ago, like Bam shows up on set and everyone's like, oh, like everyone's fucked up. Like you know, Steve O's on fucking heroin or whatever the fuck. Oh well, yeah, Steve was fucked up during the. I think it was the second one, right? And then the third one, he got clean. Yes, he was clean yeah. by the third one. And then uh, I think they're kind of like, okay, Bam, like we can't be doing this forever. Uh, so they well, kind of. I mean, Bam's best friend. Also, we're just talking about Dunn. Like Ryan Dunn dying fucked him up. Yeah, yeah. And along with whatever they were already doing, is like it didn't affect the rest of them as much because it was him, his buddy. He was on Viva La Bam. He was, you know, Viva La Bam is such a funny show. Great show. Oh, yeah, such a funny show. show. Uh, but yeah, I think I think the whole Bam Majera stuff. Uh, it was weird not seeing him. Like there were a couple snake like skits that I think were made for him. Uh, because you know how no, he's he like he's like snakes. fucking he's, yeah, he's super yeah, yeah. fierce. You know, he's, uh, but I became a Bam fan, uh, God, before I even saw any of the Jackass movies, because I used to play as him and Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four. Yeah, which is like one of my favorite games of all time. W- was was skateboarding really big when you were young? Like I'm gonna say, like for me, it was like sixth to eighth grade. Yeah, uh, I'd probably say in like elementary school people like pretended to do it because no we were in elementary school no one yeah so that that's one of those weird things where i guess like with our age difference it kind of happened at the same time so it was probably like the early 2000s yes yeah yeah but it it wasn't like a general you know it wasn't like when you get old like everybody gets involved with skateboarding i think there was this really hot moment with skateboarding yes and it just like was a perfect storm of you know the jackass guys, Bam, being a professional skateboarder, and all these people like yeah, Tony Hawk was huge. Yeah, right. I, th- I do think the right. video games also like had a huge impact. Yeah, oh yeah, on def- that. for sure. Uh, but like, I like a lot of skateboard like brands people would wear, and, and, yeah, and, and I, like skateboarding shoes and and, and things like that. Yeah, was like yep. I think I pretended to skateboard probably in like second grade, but I had no fucking idea what I was doing. I used to skateboard with a bunch of kids when I was in sixth, seventh grade. And we, I mean, I didn't do any tricks. I was ter- fucking terrible. I was heavy. I was overweight when I was a kid. Yep. I'm overweight now, but I was overweight when I was a kid. It was hard for me to do anything, but I used to ride the skateboard around with my friends. We used to go to the bank and ride over the curbs and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I feel like and yeah. everybody wanted a BAM board or yep. a Tony Hawk board. Yep. You know, birdhouse board. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that kind of segues into the video game segment of this week. I've been playing my GameCube a lot lately. Really? What are you uh, playing? GameCube is such an underrated such console. Such an underrated console. It I really mean, it is. really got shit on. Because it, was, yeah. it wasn't like the PS2 came, like PlayStation came, 
took the world by storm. PS2 was the big, I think it's the best-selling game system of all time. Yeah, and then Switch is creeping. Yes. Creeping up on that number. Just past 100 million. So I believe, uh, so I got a GameCube in 2001 for Christmas. Uh, and that day it broke. I remember uh, you were telling yeah, you. Yeah, so, so it broke. I was like crying. I was like, fuck, this is so fucked up. Like Santa has to return it next year. And then, you know, but it's going <laughs> to take two years for me to get fucking uh, a brand new, you know, GameCube. Because uh, I still believed in Santa when I was in kindergarten and shit like that. And um, I never I wasn't a PlayStation guy. Never had a PlayStation. The only game system I had like in throughout my childhood was either a GameCube or a Wii. And it's kind of like my go-to like nostalgic. Well, where is it at in sales? I'm looking it up right now. It is, let's see. GameCube is down uh, 21 million for Com- its lifetime. Puts it at like. It doesn't have numbers on compared to PlayStation Two, which was PlayStation Two was 155 million. Okay, yeah, exactly. So there were for every GameCube that was sold, there were like seven sold. <laughs> you know, seven uh, fucking PlayStation Twos that were sold. Uh, but I don't know. I guess I'm just chasing that nostalgic high uh, recently. But yeah, so for, so what I've been playing is one of the most relaxing games. Uh, it is. It is the. Might be the most underrated Nintendo series of all time, and it's Pikmin. You ever you ever play Pikmin before? No, never, never. Such a great game. I it's only know Pikmin from Super Smash, Smash Brothers. Okay, yeah. so it's a real time strategy game where you control like these little like colorful like creatures, and you go around and fight things. It's just you can just throw it on and just fucking play it. And that's the first one. It's great. Yeah, I've been playing the first. Th- th- so the first two are on GameCube. They also came to the Wii uh, with like new motion controls or whatever. But then, you know, they took uh, Wii off. Pikmin 3 came out on Wii U. And then Pikmin 3 Deluxe just recently came out on Switch. And that kind of, like, revitalized the whole mm. thing. Now they also they also have, like, some sort of, like, Pokemon Go sort of thing. I think it's called, like... Uh, on the uh, phone? Yeah. It's called, like, Pikmin... Something, think, something, something, I think you're right. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I've been playing that. I've been playing uh, what I believe to be one of the greatest shooters of all time in 007 Everything or Nothing. Okay. Um, is fantastic. I think it's the best 007 game. I'll say it. I think it's better than Goldeneye. It holds up well. We, we talked about this yeah, before. We, I was Gold, say, Goldeneye is not, it's a nostalgic game. It's not a great game. Correct. It doesn't yeah. hold up well. If you give, if you had, see, the thing is, is like if you had someone brand new play Ocarina of Time today, they are having a blast. They're like, this is a great game. Right. If you have someone play Mario Kart 64 or even Super Mario 64, they're still having a good time. Mm. If you had someone who had never played GoldenEye before, if they started playing it today, they would be like, I, I it's or if you had hard. You're right. If you had someone play um Breath of the Wild Correct. and have them play Ocarina of Time, they would have a good time. If yes. you had someone yes. play Apex Legends right now and have them go back and play GoldenEye, it's almost like, impossible. What the fuck? It's almost yeah. impossible with the controls. And I mean the N64 did a lot of great things. The controller was not one of them. Uh, <laughs> the controller no. was tough. No, I actually just uh, retro. Uh, I forget the name of the company. Something you can look it up online. They make an alternate version of the N64 controller. Okay, it plugs into the original thing and everything, but it's just a normal. Game oh, okay. It's a normal gamepad. I kind of like that. It's awesome. Uh, so yeah, so I've been just, yeah, I've been dicking around. I've been looking for. I actually went to the mall before this, uh, trying to find some GameCube games at the Toy Vault, and they had two that were like, they only had two. So wh- I w- I wonder. Wh- what two do they have, and what were the prices on them? They were like, it was like a Madden game. It was like Madden. Yeah, 06. so none of the Nintendo ones, right? No, yeah. no. Uh, but fucking GameCube games are getting up there in price because, like, they are. It's kind of like in that 
I don't want to call it sweet spot right now, but like you can play like most of the major N64 games like on the Switch, even though Nintendo Switch Online fucking sucks and everything like yeah. that. But you can like you could play them on like the Wii Virtual Console. You couldn't play any of the game. Like you need to own a physical copy if you're not using an emulator to play a GameCube game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about I'm gonna be buying the uh the old Mario parties for the GameCube. And a couple other things, but uh, there are some fantastic gems. Have, did, did, were you a GameCube guy? You ever play that? Yeah, so I kind of GameCube at the time when I had my GameCube, when my brother and I had our GameCubes, we were also playing Xbox. Okay. And that was kind of like our go-to, but we yep. always, throughout our, our history of gaming, we always came back to Nintendo for like the staples. Like we yeah, played of course, Sunshine, of course. Um, we played... Uh, was the Zelda game on? Oh, Wind Waker. On, Wind Waker was great. I loved Wind Waker. Um, we got played. shit on at the time it came out, but I think it aged beautifully. It, oh yeah, it, like it still holds up. Like I know there's a there's an HD version for the Wii U that that looks fantastic, but even the GameCube version itself looks like very pretty today. Yeah, Smash Brothers Melee was oh. was a go to. Probably the Smash Brothers that I logged the most amount of time on, and that's yep. saying something for the amount I played the N sixty four one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I did like GameCube. Uh, yeah, I, I I I was a GameCube kid. I would say. Yeah, it's uh, there's a whole bunch of just fucking. It, I feel like it's the perfect couch co-op system. Yeah, it well, was like yeah. it was kind of like it was it was and like the because I feel like things kind of like the Wii was great with that too, but I feel like GameCube really also like the controller. Oh, like it's the yeah, it's best. Great. It's the best controller. I, I literally today was I literally today was playing Smash Brothers on my Switch with, with the a GameCube, GameCube controller because it's the best. Yeah, I mean, it's the best <laughs> controller. Yeah. Um, and it was fantastic how they a couple of years back when they when they did that how they re-released like actual Nintendo GameCube controllers because yep. now like when I'm playing with the Smash logo on yes it. when I'm playing yeah. my GameCube I use like I have three of those controllers that's crazy and you can use those as yes that's, oh that's, it's it's that's perfect it's perfect great. because before you would have to get like third party ones yeah that, right kind of suck yeah yeah uh so yeah so I've been playing a lot of that if anyone has any GameCube shit they're trying to get rid of please hit me up I wish I still did I have the I. I don't know. Actually, we might have my brother and I might still have a working GameCube. But what we've been doing is we both keep a first generation Wii at our houses. Yep. And then that way, yeah. We, I mean, if we need to play GameCube. We can that's the same thing. Because uh, they pretty much were the same hardware, the Wii and the GameCube, mm -hmm. like graphics wise, power wise. But the Wii just had, um, you know, obviously motion controls. Who, and who does that? They made their, like, Nintendo is crazy. They made a new system with all this, like, next generation groundbreaking motion controls. Yep. Which sprung board so many things from that. Uh, you know, that's the story for another time. Yep. But n inside of that console, they also put an entire GameCube. Which they is had wild. Two two slots for the memory, memory cards, cards. The four, four slots yep. for the controllers, and you could put the mini disc in it. Yeah, it was in. wild. What the fuck? It was Who like, does that? It was like uh, I remember when I got my <laughs> Wii, I was like, "Oh yeah, well I don't know, if, like oh, I'll still play the GameCube." Then I was like, "Wait a second, no, I won't," because it it is the there old is. console, uh, especially like nowadays. Well, especially back then when like there was a big difference between the consoles, especially like Nintendo wise. Like nowadays, like the new Xbox and the old Xbox, for the most part, are pretty much the same thing, besides like just upgraded, you know, GPUs and and, and things of that nature. And like you can play all old, you can play Xbox One games on an Xbox Series X and, and shit like that. But uh, yeah, I've just been really getting into like that nostalgic kick. It just it triggers something in my brain where it's like, ah, these were the good old days. I'm just gonna mm. ride around like there's a mission in 007 and everything or nothing. We're just driving around uh, this this 
Uh, I think it's I think it's San Diego. It's fucking gorgeous. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much uh, what I've been up to. I you know I, I did go to a Monster Jam this past weekend. That was fun, fun, fun. Sold a shit ton of snow cones and cotton candy. And uh, it's funny, someone, someone, so I've been, I was selling shit like fucking crazy. And then someone comes up to me, he's like, Justin, Justin. And I was like, yeah, I thought someone told me, he's like, can I get a picture? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I started laughing. I was like, sure. And he was like, big fan, big fan, man. And I was like, okay. And I was just, I was just laughing. I was like, here I am. And he asked the woman behind him to take a picture. And she must have been like, what the fuck? Fuck. Yeah, why is he taking a picture with the cotton candy guy? With the cotton candy guy who's <laughs> just standing at his stand who's selling $20 fucking cotton candy and $20 snow cones. Jesus, is that what how much cotton candy is? Right? Yeah, so it's uh it's it's a it's a trip. It's um so anyway, so so I'll get to that in a second. But so she takes the picture and he, he and he's like he's like holding his kid. I can just imagine like him like being his wife. Like he's like, I think I think Justin, who used to work for the Kirkmanahan show, is here. And then he's walking around the the uh the arena which is huge and it was gorgeous it was looking the, for you the islanders new arena yeah um ubs arena it's beautiful i'd love to go see a concert there uh and he just sees me and he's like he's like justin big fan <laughs> i get a picture and i was like sure i'm wearing that's my fucking funny. monster jam shirt that's funny and he posted it online and, and shit like that so that was very uh very very funny um but i'm sure i'm sure you know if you really want to come come see me i'll be in worcester i'm in uh in a couple weeks uh selling that so i'm sure there there's gonna be more more people there that, that recognize me here i am i'm just trying to you know sling flavored cherry flavored ice for you know twenty dollars and so the the things that we sell are uh, snow cones cotton candy popcorn and then lemonade uh, so snow cones there's two different cups. There's like this light up gravedigger cup. Gravedigger's like the oh, I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. He's like yeah. He's he's like for those who aren't familiar, he's kind of like the uh, like he, the John Cena of, of monster uh, trucks. Undertake. Well, I guess. Well, kind of like but like without gravedigger. Like gravedigger was before Monster Jam. Like he was yeah. like a guy who would just like go around and he would like have his own private like events where he would like crush trucks and then it turned into Monster Jam and he has like this whole brand thing. Uh, so he's kind of like the he's like the most popular one. Yeah, yeah, by far. Uh, we have we have a cup like that. Then we have another cup that just has trucks on it, and we uh, we crush the ice and we sell it. It's all cherry flavors, just different colors and shit like that. We sell that for twenty bucks. And then we have crazy cotton candy that comes with like a mask, and it's either like a it's a mask of like one of the drivers like mascots. Like either it's a grave digger like skull. Or it's an El Toro Loco like bull, the horns. Or uh, what else do we got? We got like a dragon one. We got a a, a dog one. Uh, Is Maximum Destruction still a? Oh yeah, Max D. Max D. Max D. Still still around. So there's multiple tours. Yeah. So there's not. So like you can and there's also like multiple like grave diggers and stuff like that. Yeah. Because like, uh, the guys the over the OGs like son and his daughter and then a couple other people like will just drive around on the different tours like last like. Last weekend there was one in Providence as well. I wasn't the one in Long Island, but there was another one going on in Providence, and uh, so, so like you could see like Gravedigger in Providence that's different than the Gravedigger in mm-hmm. Long Island. But yeah, it, it's just a, it's a wild it's a wild time. It's a lot of fun. Me and my me and my friends have a great time selling, you know, we you know, selling snow cones and cotton candy to to the children and, and all that stuff i did have this one woman come up to me on the because there's four shows just one friday night saturday morning or saturday afternoon saturday night and then sunday afternoon 
Saturday Night Show, this woman came up to me like shit faced, absolutely drunk off her ass. And she comes up, she's like, can I go to the bathroom? And I was like, yeah, and I'm fucking busy shit. She's like, wait, 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 like, can I go to the bathroom? And I was like, uh, uh, I want to be like, are you trying to fuck? (laughs) Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what the fuck is this bullshit? She was asking you. Yeah, and then she, then I was like, I was like, yeah, go to the bathroom. And she's like, well, where is it? Can you show me? And I was like, it's there. Go fucking. She was just hammered, man. Yeah, she was fucking shit faced at the fucking monster Um, monster rally, monster truck rally. But it was, uh, it's it's a blast. It's a blast. We uh, this I probably do it like ten weekends out of the year. Uh, we we travel around like the the northeast and we go to the the one that's at like Gillette and MetLife and and we also do the motocross event at Gillette and MetLife. They switch off every year, so we'll we'll see what uh what comes of it. Uh, in a couple of weeks in Worcester, but yeah, that was that was a that was a grand old time. Did you see um Did you watch the Dave Portnoy video? Him I debating did. the Midas Touch people. I did. Yeah. Uh, it was just like, I don't know. It's so funny to me the the him. So the lead up to it, these guys are a super uh, uh, left, super pack. Uh, yeah, Democratic super pack. So they're just essentially they're like, like my boy. For they're like my boy, uh, Brooklyn Dad Defiant. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Where they where they just pretty much say whatever uh, the Democrats want, try to get them to like raise money. Yeah. He essentially Portnoy had an issue with like they definitely are in are in cahoots they are they're partnered with this account called patriot patriot takes patriot takes. saying patriot yeah. takes patriot takes. and they put out some videos or resurfaced videos of the joe rogan stuff and so he basically el prez was on twitter basically like calling out like oh this is interesting because it was very similar also, to yeah. resist programming which did similar things to portnoy and barstool a couple of years ago the the whole thing was largely the whole video them the debate was largely kind of like boring it wasn't like it, they, they were saying their fucking usual shit but the one thing that really stood out and i think you know where i'm going with this was the text that oh po- yeah, yeah. Portnoy supposedly oh uh, lexi yeah yeah lexi i was i mean in the ch- and also it's funny too like prez puts this out and twenty thousand people i saw are, that are watching waiting live, yeah. are waiting for the video to start they were they had we had more after it started there was i think it was six thousand people waiting in the other one or less than that yep. something like that anyway um, yeah, so he says that he has definitive proof after these two people who are like basically like tr- they're trashing Joe Rogan for make, saying the word. Yep. Uh, w- he has definitive proof that one of them on there said it like coming from one of their fiancés or whatever. And I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you can throw stones all you want, but just make sure your ha- house is not made and of glass. That motherfucker is guilty as charged. You oh, saw his probably. face. There. I Absolutely. mean, it's just like it's one of those things where it's like I personally have never said it, but I'm sure every other single white person has said it at and one point in their life. Especially Dave, someone who has said said that word in the past publicly yep. multiple times and who is sorry about it would never come up and start tossing stones if he didn't have oh the, yeah the paper to back it up um i thought it was wild during that interview if you haven't seen it, it's on the dave portnoy show uh youtube channel go check that out uh at one point they were like oh do you realize that like because because portnoy was like yeah we had like all our black employees were upset and everything like that and they had a yeah. podcast and he was like do you know what you named that podcast yeah. and i wanted to be like you think dave portnoy was like check out these black these black employees of mine Here's what I'm going to name it. Yeah. Are you fucking insane? So for those of you who don't know, they during 2020 when a lot, a lot of the civil unrest was going on. The, and a lot of the, the, the Portnoy hate was going on. And yeah. Stuff was being resurfaced. Some of the black employees at Barstool started a podcast called The N-Word. It wasn't The N-Word. It was The it was called Now It's Going to Get Extremely Real. There you go. Yes. And which, the, the, first, the first letter of each one. And 
I, when they started bringing that up, because Dave didn't bring that up. When Correct. When they started bringing that up, I I lifted my hands from my, because I was watching it live. I was li- lifting my hands from my desk and put them on my head, and I was like, oh, no. They have no idea. And they think, I, they thought he legitimately was like, he named it that. There was such a huge disconnect. Like, because like me and you know what Barstool is and what they've been doing Correct. forever. So we know that like Dave has no control over things that his employees do. They just do. Right, yeah, I mean, I for mean, the most like, part, they just do, and so they thought that like this was a coordinated, like made thing by Barstool, like corporate, like make this podcast. Here's these black guys; they're gonna be on it. Like, imagine that. Yeah, well, he, well, it's 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 like I forget what the episode of uh, KMS was this week. Something about that fucking Matt Mark Judson for Congress or oh yeah yeah yeah. But it's like that guy I, was a lunatic. Did that people do those people think that like. Portnoy creates the title they of do. every single... And this is the same people who I was saying before, the same people that don't listen to Rogan and think that every episode Rogan is in a lab coat telling people why they shouldn't get the vaccine. That's every episode. You know what I'm saying? Like They, they, have, such wild. A, they have such a crazy perception of what's going on. So I, I loved that video. Like I said, 90% of it was boring as fuck, but that... Yeah, that was funny. I was, text, like, I, was I, like, was like, I was like, oh, I was no. like, oh, ah, yeah, it was, it, was, it was wild what was going on there. And those guys are fucking... I mean, they're such... Fu- it, the thing that kills me is they fu- I hate people that they're telling people how to feel. Yeah. I hate that. That's so it's fucking like- stupid. It's like the shit going back to when uh, those girls at Barstool had a, a reading list for what people should be. Don't tell me what I fucking should be reading. Yeah, especially when it's like you're not reading this shit. No, fuck you. You're and, right. And yeah, it's, like, it's like it's like it's like it'd be one thing if you're reading this shit. And it's like, okay, well, here's it. Maybe, maybe every weekend, you know, whatever show it was, I think it was Chicks in the Office. Maybe they do read, you know, like, like these books on how to be anti-racist and, and things of like that. But just to come out and be like, oh, you know, I've actually done some research. Here's 17 books you should be reading about why, like, which is like you haven't read any of these. I, you're looking at me right now. I'm not black, correct? But if I was, I, I couldn't imagine how to feel. But I've been seeing a lot of people that. <laughs> of you know uh, people of color mm-hmm. that have been like highly offended by some of the things like the, the defense of these things yeah it's, it's just it, it's it's wild to I, I don't know i don't really get into like race shit or anything like that but it's just i, I have seen like things where it's just it's one side it's like oh well this is how you should be feeling and if you don't feel that way then it's, you know you're a terrible person telling like, people how to feel is such a it's such it's a degrading. wild thing it's absolutely degrading absolutely degrading. it's such a like oh you like you're you think everyone should like the guy who was on kms today who was like oh no people shouldn't have free will I'm like that's such a fucking that is so crazy. wild thing to and say it was like that's exactly what democracy is and it's like no it's not that is not what it is yeah i mean it's uh <laughs> it's very reminiscent of anakin and padme mm-hmm. just chilling in the uh plans of naboo you know where they're talking about democracy <laughs> like well then they should be forced to listen <laughs> And right. they should be made to. She's like, right. the fuck did you just say? Right. That's, yeah. Fucking that's, that's Mark, very, Ju- Mark Judson is the fucking. Very good point. Fucking whatever. But it's, uh, uh, there's also been a lot of talk this past week about uh, endorsements and, and uh, advertisements on, on podcasts. And I know Mike was talking about how he doesn't have many advertisements on, on the Blind Mike Project. He actually brought up a good point uh, on the most recent episode where he said that he thinks that he he ponders the idea of making the blind mic project go behind totally, the paywall. Totally Patreon, to- yeah. And I, I think I mean I think he's I think like I've said, I've said this a million times I think he really caught his stride in 
in uh, the Why Are You Laughing? The most recent episode was very funny. What, which one was it? The it was joke like, stealing? No, it was the. Uh, oh yeah, what is the Patreon one? I forget. Oh my is. god, it was the. Um, oh, uh, he kills himself. Freddie Prince. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I thought that that was very like informative, and Mike knows what he's talking about. I could definitely see the Blind Mike Project going fully behind the paywall and just putting out the one episode a week of uh, Why, of why Are You Laughing? Free. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I, I mean, because a lot of the stuff that he does with Craig on the proper Blind Mike Project episodes mm-hmm. uh, are kind of like behind the scenes and like for fans of his. Yeah. Not necessarily like there's a lot of inside stuff, you know, inside baseball and like yep. he, putting that behind the paywall, I think would make sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean I'd, I'd love to, to see him. And also and also really entice more, uh, you know, this is not my thing, but to entice more people to to subscribe because he is putting out one free episode a week and usually it's the best one of the week. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, I just I, I saw that and I thought that was interesting. Uh, sounds like I'll be, you know, making a trip with Mike around the Midwest uh, sometime in August. So that should be fun, fun, fun. It also sounds like that if they continue doing Kirk was talking about doing like a, a country tour. Oh, that'd be awesome! It sounds like you might be driving Mike around. <laughs> Mike that'd be awesome. The country. Just, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll I'll drive Mike anywhere. I told him that. I'll drive him to the uh, to the gates of hell. <laughs> but uh, yeah. What else? What else was I? Um. Oh yeah. I mean the Super Bowls this week. Yeah. That's uh. Who are you pulling for? Are you pulling for like the Bengals, like everyone else is in this world? Uh. Yeah. I mean, I have no skin in the game, so it's fine either way. I just don't like. I dislike. OBJ, tremendously. yeah, I do too. I do too. But on the flip side of that, I really like Matt Stafford. Okay, and I think that as a former number one pick, to be have such a shitty career with the Lions, a shitty like, I know what you mean because like, like he didn't, he has not had a, like a shitty career. No, uh, but like from like a wins loss perspective and he like making from, playoffs, they're yes. such a dirtbag organization, and they're just like they're they're. They are losers. Like yes, that's, that's harsh, but that's what like that's what the Bucks were before Brady got there. They were losers. Like they, I mean, the whole. The I whole, mean, even the the Lions are like. Well, really, yeah. I they're mean, like, I, did you know what happened was, they traded some quarterback, in like nineteen. Fifty eight. Look up Detroit Lions curse, and he said like, "You will never make it to a Super Bowl," and it's fucking stayed true. Uh, the curse of Bobby Lane, now synonymous with uh, football. The Detroit Lions were an NFL power in the 1950s. Their fortune flipped, however, after trading future Hall of Fame quarterback Bobby Lane to the Pittsburgh Steelers. After and then winning- he said, like, you will never make the Super Bowl or something yeah. like that. Wow. And it stayed true. I mean, yeah, they're just a loser franchise. That's the thing. Like, there's franchises that just there's it takes so much to turn on a franchise that everybody knows is like a bad franchise. Yeah. You have to have, like, a tremendous talent like even the, the even, res- their, even their tremendous talents are like yeah, i'm in my prime i think all the time. i mean they had one of the matt stafford is a great quarterback and they had one of the best physical one of the the most athletic receivers that has yes, ever you, lived you can make an argument calvin johnson i mean if he was on a good team i mean he had a good quarterback that's what helped him but oh if he was on the patriots oh my god can I you mean, imagine he, he that would have been like having randy moss in his prime like he like if, he, if brady yes. was thrown to him Calvin Johnson would have been so much better, but they're just a loser franchise. That's harsh. To Look say. at Barry Sanders. I mean, right, retired. Maybe early. the greatest running back of all time, right. and he was like, "Yeah, I'll hang it up." I just both had of them sixteen hundred yard yeah. season or something like that. So, so yeah, so I I dislike OBJ, but I really like Matt Stafford. So I'd like to see him do well. I just I hate that the Rams moved to LA, back to LA. That's so weird. It really kind of fucked the fans in St. Louis. Yeah, and it was is. just like 
I don't think LA needs a franchise. Let alone they're two. Not, it's not a football town. They're it's trying not a to make it. A, town. They're, yeah, they're trying to it's make like it. It's like a it's a it's a Lakers town when they're good. Yeah, well, they're trying. Like, like the Dodgers have had good success recently, and they're trying to turn it around. But I don't know if football is a sport for those people. There's no. so many transplants. No, it's not. Uh, like, yeah, so I I pull for the Bengals probably overall. Yeah, I mean, I just like to see a, a decent football game. I'd like to see the Bengals come out. I think Joe Burrow's got you know he's got swag. I think he's like everything that people wanted Baker Mayfield to be. Yeah. Like Joe Burrow is yeah, that. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, so, I mean, I'd like to see a second-year quarter. I mean, when was the last time we saw a second-year quarterback winning? Was it mm. – did Wilson win it in a second year? No, that was his third no. year. Um, was it Big Ben? Did Mahomes? No. You know, he got uh, – because his first year he was on the bench. His second year uh, he was told no in the AFC Championship game by Thomas Edward Brady Jr. Um. Has a second-year quarterback ever won the Super Bowl? It was big, I know Big Ben did in 2005. Yeah, Russell Wilson. It was Russell Wilson as yeah, well? Russell okay. Wilson and uh, Roethlisberger. Dan Marino and Colin Kaepernick both started in their second year but lost. Damn. Well, Oh, well, and Kurt Warner technically won a Super Bowl the second year of his NFL in 1999, but that was after he was drafted in 94. But yeah, and teams. he also like played in NFL Europe and all that stuff. Yeah. Praise, praise God and everything so, like that. I, so. I, uh, yeah, I'm rooting for Joe Burrow in the, in the Bengals, um, but I, I'd be happy to see. I just hate, I like the picture in my mind I have is the OBJ just being a, like a intolerable asshole. Like mm-hmm. about winning yep. the fucking Super Bowl when he was on the team for a, like a cup of coffee. Yeah, and I mean like everything about it. Like remember when LSU won the championship a couple of years ago, and like he was handing out like hundred dollar bills yeah, on I, the field. It's I, like, dude, uh, what are you doing that for? I hate it. Like we get it. Like you're rich He's and you're a, congratulating the players. Such an insufferable asshole. I believe he was like banned from LSU for that. Yeah, I and, like yeah, LSU yeah, actually yeah. legitimately got like punished for that. Yeah, I I hate him so much. So I like I kind of like I curse the team because I don't want him to win. Did you know that Odell Beckham Sr. is mentioned in the book Friday Night Lights? No. He is. Oh. Yeah, learn something new every day. Because, like, during that time, he was one of the players that was oh. uh, that was being c- covered. It wasn't wasn't the Permian team. It was another team uh, that they were playing, and it was Odell Beckham. It was just – so that's where uh, – Very cool. He also – he was drafted the same year as Mike Evans. Oh, Mike and, Evans is and, such a better player. And I think that Mike Evans – people will argue that, that o- o- D- uh, Odell Beckham is – a better talent, but I think he has a Mike Evans has a better head on his shoulders. He's oh more, yeah, I mean he's been o- more consistent. Odell Beckham maybe maybe has like more like of a physical gift. Yeah, and like he can catch anything. Like I, I fucking hate that stupid catch that always gets brought up in a game they lost. Uh, it's so dumb, but it's like it is like when he's you know when he's going, it's like holy shit, this guy's great. And then you'll just see him, and he'll just be pouting or, or crying. Yeah, and like that's the other thing too. Like him leaving the Browns this year and going to the Rams, he's like, "Oh, we'll see." Like it wasn't my fault. Like I'm not the like I'm doing fine here. It's, it was the dude. You're going to a team that is death is that is the trajectory of the Rams was right to the Super Bowl. Obviously, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. happy that you're there. If if next year, like wherever the fuck you go, it's a bad team, you're going to be the same insufferable asshole again. Yep. Yeah. Don't I, fucking give me that. Yeah. I mean, even, yeah. It's, Asshole. Yeah, so yeah. I root for the Bengals. Yeah, but this this might be the last week in a while. You can say uh, defending my my teams to defending Super Bowl champions. Yeah, no, thank you, Justin. Got me. I'm gonna go get it actually. Oh sure, I got him. Uh, I got him. I was walking around the mall today and I went to like this sports, uh, the sports memorabilia store and I saw this uh, this like Gronk and Brady. 
picture frame thing that's the Super Bowl champion. It's funny. This is my favorite picture from that, like the celebration of that Super Bowl. Yep. It's like this one, and there's another one of. It's like Godwin running around the field. But yep. This is the fucking treasure right here. Yeah. No, I I got it because I mean obviously those are my guys on there. You know they were they were my guys for ten years. I'm, I'm glad to see them. Do that so, thing, I, I and I'm appreciative thing. of everything Matt does here at Vaulted Podcast. Everyone should fucking please check out Vaulted Podcast. Uh, just hit up Matt Fermara if you want to start your own podcast or something. Yes, uh, he, I know he does music videos and everything like that as well. So yeah, we do a lot of shit here. I'm trying to like, we, we've got a little momentum. I'm just trying to like, if you want to do a show, anything, podcast, video show, you want to come here and stream video games, you want to come here and do like an audio book, we can do all that, and we can do video shit. I'm talking with someone right now. He, uh, I won't say his name, but we, uh, he's thinking about doing a road trip podcast over the summer, mm-hmm. and he's going to, um, essentially, he's using me as an editor, and he's going to film nice. all the stuff while he's out. So that kind of shit we can do, too. I can work out of the studio, in the studio, however you want to do it. Nice. When you offered him your services, did he just proceed to shit all over you? Uh, and no. Make it seem like you were like this piece of shit peasant, and he no. was on, he's on top of the world? No, and I, I Oh, that's weird. Sometimes, sometimes when people offer their- their uh, their skills in production. Sometimes people decide to go uh, a weird route. Oh, is that is that what happened with you? No, remember the whole remember the whole I'm, I'm, I'm out of theater near, near me thing. I was like, oh, oh right, yeah. yeah. Uh, what a, yeah. What a, what a no, take. no, he did not. He did not shit on me. But, I offered us, uh, and he uh, we are mutually uh, helping each other out. Yeah, no, but but no, please please hit up Vaulted Podcast. This place it sounds professional. It's it's. It's a nice little, nice little setup that you're going. Uh, like you can also stream, yeah, like you said, video games or, or anything here. So, so please hit up at Matt from RI on Twitter, and uh, and we'll see, we'll see how everything's going. I hate to talk about the weather because I just I, I feel like it's such like a fallback thing, but like my driveway is just completely frozen over. Yeah, right now. same of mine. It's not ideal. Why do we live here? I think that all the fucking time. Why like, do we live here? I love the spring. Like, oh, the first, like, first of all, it's also going to be, like, 60 degrees in, like, two days, which is, like, wild to me. Yeah. It's going to be, like, 60 degrees, which is, like, okay, what the fuck, uh, which probably isn't great. But, like, the spring is so nice. The summer can get unbearable. I love the fall. The fall is my favorite. Like, yeah. I like I would miss the fall if I moved to, like, Arizona or California or something like that. But, oh, like, times like this where it's just raining and it's like icy and fuck this if we could just i don't even care that it's cold if we could just not get snow and wet and gross and like like get it out of here i don't want any of that oh the worst is like when you step in a puddle and now your socks are wet your feet are wet and you can't do anything i fucking hate it man oh it's terrible it's terrible Uh, funny thing about the weather um you talking about like saying it's a fallback thing Uh, i used to be a barista at starbucks okay at inside of a stop and shop, so it wasn't even like a real stop. Okay. Starbucks. Okay. But starting to work at Starbucks, uh, they d- put you through this like course. Essentially, you have to watch videos every day for your first week. Yep. Is it like don't kick out homeless people? Didn't they have a course on that? <laughs> what was that? Were you no, working that there was at that one time? Of ours. No, no. Remember Is they they had a whole like thing where like they kicked out a homeless person. Oh no, I don't remember that. Or they 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 had a bunch of like anti racist training where they. I remember oh, like the whole thing where they like shut down like every single store in the country. So like for training and things like that, because like there was something like Aziz or something order oh, the coffee, and they they it was a it was a uh, Middle Eastern gentleman, and someone pronounced it ISIS. And oh, Lord. 
I, I, I don't remember that, and I wasn't working during that time when I was at Starbucks, but they, they give you training videos, and the, they tell you you need to make conversation with the guests. Okay. They tell you to make, outside of what they're ordering, they tell you to make some kind of conversation, but they tell you that you cannot talk about the weather. Can you talk about abortion? I mean, I... I guess if you want to be so bold as to talk about abortion, you'd be like, oh, I, I <laughs> oh what do you think the Supreme Court's going to do? Should women have the right to choose? It's like, yeah, say that, but don't you dare say, looks like it's going to rain outside. Okay. Don't you fucking dare. That's funny. That's funny. hot out there. No, stop. And like, they would have me, they would have me, they would have the other girl that worked with me go as pretend to be a customer and my manager. <laughs> oh, man. I wanted to fucking grab this lady and stick her in the, uh, in, stick her in the walk-in freezer. I hated the job. I I applied because it was right next to my college, the Stop and Shop that it was in. And the guy at Stop and Shop asked me, "What's your experience?" And at the time, I was either a life I had worked as a lifeguard and I had worked at Dunkin' Donuts. So what was I going to say? I was a lifeguard. Like, is that going to help me? No. There's yeah, a yeah. pool at Stop and Shop. So yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I worked at Dunkin' Donuts. It's the only like re- actual retail I yep. had. And he's like, "Oh, great, we have a coffee shop in here." I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to sling coffees. I'd rather just stock the shelves." And then when the, star- the Starbucks closed. They put me into the bake shop and I made cakes, which was great. Oh, that seems like that fun. was a great job. That yeah. seems like fun. Whenever I whenever I pick great. up a cake from uh, like Market Basket or something like that, it's like, oh, this seems like such a fun job. I always try to tip the person, but they're always like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Market Basket's the best uh, grocery store, by the way, too. I do like Market Basket a lot. Yeah, um, there's one pretty close to me actually. There's one in Attleboro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the one's dope. Uh, what was I gonna say? Something about Starbucks. Something about. Uh, abortion, weather. Abortion. Oh, yeah. So speaking of uh, should women have the right to choose, uh, a couple weeks ago when I was doing my Omega Adventures, I don't know if you caught this. I don't know if I brought this up on this episode, but I was – so it was like I put like politics as one of my thing. Okay. And so like as a joke question, obviously, obviously women should have the right to vote. And I, so I, I was asking everyone, I was like, women, should they have the right to vote? And I asked this girl, like a woman, should they have the right to vote? And she goes – well, I'm from Saudi Arabia, so we don't have the right to vote. And it fucking brought me down. Like, you ever get, like, grounded? And, you're, like, you're thinking you're being this, like, funny, like, huh, should women have the right to vote? Look at me. I'm edgy, huh? Yeah, and yeah. then then because people, I, I expect people to be like, yes. And then I'd be like, yeah, of course. Like, I don't know. Let's talk politics. Well, it's, it's like one of those but things. it was such like... a thing where I was like, fuck, man. There are some <laughs> fucked up places in this country. And then I forget the clip. But she starts talking about, like, how she's, like. No, it's okay. We don't need the right to vote. And I was like, "Ah, uh, yes, you do." I was like, "Yes, you do, sweetie." I'm so that, sorry. That's like that's like uh, sitting at your like your kitchen table when you're a kid, and like your mom's like, "Don't wait, don't play with your food. There are kids starving in Africa." And you're like, "Oh, there's kids starving in Africa." And then behind you, there's a kid starving. <laughs> yeah, I don't meagle. And the kid's like, "Well, yeah, I am. I actually." Yeah, am. and you're like, "Oh, am, you're I'm a person." And, and they're like, "It's okay that we're starving." And you're like, "No, it's not. No, like, it's not I am. Here. I am so fat. Please, like." <laughs> Yeah. Here I am. I'm making jokes about women's suffrage, which the United States figured out in like 1916. In a or lot 13 of ways, they're still figuring out. Yeah, but uh, Saudi Arabia, I think they have it figured out, and it's not the way you would think That's that, that it yeah. should go. Yeah, right. But uh, <laughs> the last thing, the last thing I want to bring up is: Have you ever heard of the Bud Bowl before? Uh, no, it sounds like something to do with weed. Uh weed 420. No, it unfortunately it does not. So it used to be a commercial during the Super Bowl. Uh, if you could pull it up on YouTube, just type in Bud Bowl. And it was a commercial that Bud Light and Budweiser would put on and it would be bottles of beer would be uh, in their own little game and they would be like facing each other and there would be a score of it. It would be different commercials throughout the game. So like the first commercial would be the first quarter. Second quarter, here we go. 
Uh, and I, I want them to bring this back. I need them to bring this back. Football fans, get ready for the battle of the century. As unbeaten Budweiser takes on undefeated Bud Light. It's Bud versus Bud Light in Bud Bowl 1. Pick up your official scorecard wherever you see this display. Hey, Bud, super idea. You see the neck on that guy? Use it to follow the action and you could win big. So get ready. So this was like a, a promotion thing they had. So you think like that's it? <laughs> nope. We're back for the kickoff of Bud Bowl One. Bud is so this was during the Super Bowl. Oh, so this is the game you just keep track of? Correct. How many Bud fucking puns do you think they have? Uh, a lot. And the cans are going wild. They had like four of these, and I think like at one point, I love this though. It's it's incredible. You could like place bets like on it's it. A, it's a storyline you have to follow. Yes, throughout the game. <gasps> First of all, that also wasn't a touchdown. No, right. It's McKenzie. <laughs> is this not the greatest fucking this thing? This is amazing. Yeah, this is amazing. Oh, this Bud's for you is still a thing back there. <laughs> bring back the 40 ounce. Oh, it's okay. So this is the... So they call him the freezer. It's the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is tremendous. Yeah, my parents showed me this years ago. My dad showed me this. Do they do this only one year? Or is this no, it was multiple time? years because there was like Bud Bowl 2, 3, 4. They need to bring this back. Is what yeah, I'm they saying. really do. What are they doing? They really need to bring it back. <laughs> like... I love this. It, is this not like the greatest thing you've ever seen? If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, please either search this video, the Bud Bowl, yes. or watch the video version of this podcast. This is tremendous. Dun, dun. Oh. Budski. His last name Ski, because all the... Janikowski. <gasps> it's Double doink! But in. That's that is tremendous. <laughs> is that not is that not the greatest thing? Oh, I love that. I love that. That is so great. There was two, three. There was a bunch of them. Anyway, that that's the greatest Super Bowl commercial. If you could think of off the top of your head, I mean that one's up there now for me. I, I always liked the. Uh, remember the year where Miller Lite was hyping up? The, they took a one second ad out for the Super Bowl. No. Uh, it was like probably 2012. Um, let me look it up. It was a one-second ad, and it was the dude just standing next to a case of a case on a hand truck, uh, and he just goes, "It's Miller time." That was it. Like that was the commercial. Okay. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. Also, there's an, also another Super Bowl commercial that was banned. Actually, that'll have you look up in in one second. Right. I think yeah, this is it right here. 
the one second camera. Uh, oh, there's multiple, but this is the one that I was thinking of. So I remember they were they were like teasing this for weeks. Oh, they were teasing the a, Super a Bowl. big Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, they were like, we got we got only have. A, well, they were teasing that it was a one second ad. Okay. So here it is. Highlight. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, if you can, my favorite non-aired Super Bowl ad is probably um, look up Pornhub Super Bowl ad. It's not. I just it just just watch this. It is. Uh, How long ago was this from? Oh, this must have been 2013. The 14? rejected G-rated Super Correct. Bowl. Correct. That one. One second. So th- I think this this would be would have been the funniest thing if they so they Pornhub paid they 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 had the money available and I think it was the NBC said no so we'll, we'll see what it is. I mean, I just think so. So, like them saying no to that ad is just them saying no. We don't want Pornhub to advertise. Correct. Us. There's nothing Pornhub can do to advertise. I think. I think that because because for those of you, oh, once again audio, it's just this elderly couple sitting on a park bench. The woman like puts her hand on her husband's shoulder. Uh, the camera is panning out, and then it just is Pornhub. Yeah, it just and it's just like I think Pornhub knew like they, there's no chance like there's ever going to be an advertisement that for Pornhub. Sucks. But it's uh, but I don't know. I've, I've I found that hilarious to uh to to see, um, because they would always do. You remember like the GoDaddy commercials, where it'd be like Danica Patrick, and it would be like yeah, they they'd heavily be hinting that she's doing porn, but it's not. If she would like just be wearing some like GoDaddy fucking outfit. Do you remember the GoDaddy commercial where she had the muscle suit on? Yes. Okay, so that was a Super Bowl ad. Uh, in 2011, I started a blog with a friend Ryan. It was the average nobodies. Yep. Ended up turning into our podcast. Yep. We did a blog post about that commercial okay. and how Danica Patrick looked in the muscle suit, how we thought she was still attractive. Yep. And Danica Patrick sued our blog. Really? Yes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. She she sent us a cease and desist letter and told us to take down the picture because she because we don't. Well, I mean, she didn't personally. It was, her, it was the lawyer, the GoDaddy yeah, lawyers. Yeah. Um, but essentially, we were like, Danica Patrick's fucking sending us a cease. We had to pay nine hundred dollars. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, for for the picture, we had to pay for the picture. That's fucking wild. Yeah, or they were gonna shut us down. <laughs> so we hate Danica Patrick now. Yeah, fuck Danica Patrick, dude. <laughs> Even though it's really not fuck her fault. GoDaddy too, and then you find out there's some fucking domain name website, and you're like, yeah, what is this? Yeah, but uh, but well, anyway, it's funny. We were actually hosting our website on their website too. That's like we were paying them to hilarious. Yeah, so. that's hilarious. But anyway, if if anyone has any funny Super Bowl ads they want to show, uh, yeah. send 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 it our way. Well, I'll I'll do something. I'll do something with it. I'll probably just watch it and just chuckle to myself. Cool. But uh, but yeah, yeah. T- tweet at us your favorite uh, Super, Super Bowl. Ads. Oh, let me see if there's any uh any uh funny reviews. Oh yeah, good. Because I know I might have read some last week, but you know that that episode is in the. Should I let me look up this beautiful picture of myself, Justin Show? Uh, Justin Show is a dime piece. Justin is a dime piece. Team Justin, Justin Show is greater than at a theater near me. This one is uh, delightful. Omega Adventures are on point. Flight log. Chris Clemmer used his massive inheritance device when into Epstein's flight log. <laughs> what if, happened? Uh, if, if Chris does listen to the show, 
I'm a huge fan of Concessions Month because I'm a fucking fat kid at heart and I love candy. Yeah, I see you. I see you commenting on. I all I the time. can't help it because I fucking have, some, but I haven't listened to an episode in a few weeks, so I do admit that. Yeah, but. shout out to Annika Patrick. Uh, yeah, big fan of you. I love your love all the legal actions you've taken throughout the years. Uh, you're my favorite. Uh, she, didn't, she didn't even drive NASCAR. What did she drive? She oh, drove. she did drive NASCAR. Oh, she did. Yeah, yeah shout yeah. out. Uh, you're my favorite NASCAR. My favorite NASCAR. Well, actually, drive. did she? Yeah, she did. She did. She she got up past uh, the what, what's the league is right below F one. No, no. Well, she she came from F one. What was what's like the the thing that like Travis Pastrana was driving in for a while? I have no idea who that I is. I don't know. Travis Pastrana, the motorcycle guy. Travis Pastrami. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't know. Anyway, whatever whatever the lower circuit is of the uh, NASCAR. The, like the all I know is that she got all of her advertisements because she was a really good driver. That's why she got a hundred percent of her advertisements. Yeah, had nothing to do with uh with with how with. Her physical appearance. I don't think she ever won a race. I don't think she did either. I think she came in second once, and it was a big deal. But uh, but it was very powerful, very brave of her. So I think that about does it for uh for this week's episode. This was fun. This was a good one. Yeah. Um. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Check out um, Vaulted Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. You know, do all that jazz. You're one of the two thousand people who listen to every episode, apparently. Uh, I think that about does it. I will talk to you all later. Bye.